0: Welcome to another edition of indie wrestling guide your guide to the best and worst of independent wrestling i'm jay hawk he's jay gold nope yep. she's marky hi and it's been a couple weeks we saw each other at aiw last weekend well yeah maybe be about two weeks by the time this drop. how have we been doing
1: doing good man that was a uh super fun shows well besides the delay it was a little warm in that uh that venue but uh it was super fun to uh, to see you both. And uh, Culvers is delicious. I had Culvers, and the pot roast sandwich was delicious. And the butter burgers are really good. And then uh, hanging out, we hung out at the uh, at this bar called Two Bucks and watched the USA game. And uh, we ate all day. There were two dollars sliders. Can't go wrong. So we we're having sliders all afternoon leading up to the show. So that was fun. And the hotel is right next to the venue. So I could buy all my merch and then run it back to the hotel and didn't have to worry about holding on to it all night. So that was fun.
0: Yeah, I, I'm glad that other people are starting to understand the Great Nick of Culver. I don't get at that, that often either. If there aren't any near me, I gotta go head out toward Cleveland to go myself. So
1: still haven't like, had that. So. Uh, oh, Morris, you gotta go. Sam, Sam, and I were looking at it on the before we drove out, and he was like, "We gotta go to Culvers," and I'm like, "Where is it?" It's like it's like, it's like half a block from the hotel. So, that we didn't even stop at the hotel. We drove straight to Culver's. That was like our our destination on the uh Apple Maps and we went straight to Culver's. Their uh uh che- fried cheese curds really really good. That was a delicious lunch.
2: Yeah, that's nowhere near me. That's not happening anytime soon.
1: <laughs> Wait, how far are you from East Lake?
2: Like a half hour.
1: I feel like everyone that night was telling us that that East Lake was far from everybody. Like, nobody lived near East Lake except for, like, Rick, Rick Nelson. That was it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's weird because it technically a cover of Cleveland, but it's so far away from downtown that nobody really considered Cleveland.
1: It, it reminds me a lot of, of Comac or, like, all the way out east Long Island. Like, there's just houses and some fast food and strip malls, and that was about it. It reminds me a lot of eastern Long Island.
0: No, I, will, I think we're giving Colbert a free plug. I'm going to give a restaurant a free plug here. Uh, wife and I this morning. Wife found a place in Sharpville, PA, right near the Ohio line, called Breakfast to
1: Tiffany. Oh, fancy!
0: Yep, it's a, it's just a little diner. It's like out, it's out in the middle of nowhere. I don't even know how she found found out about this place. But they but their bread and butter are their pancakes, and the pancake are nicknamed manhole cover. <laughs> they they are literally the size of a medium pizza and about an inch and a half thick. They have like nice. they curve them. They curve them on a pizza pan. Nice. That's how big they think are. Like the kids ordered a chocolate peppermint something or other one to share, and the wife and I had to like try to help them with it. We were done with our meal. Can we still brought coming at home? Like things freaking huge. That's great. And the food is fantastic too. I I have no idea how my wife found out about this place, but we were definitely going back. That was fantastic.
1: Oh, that's fun. I I wanted to ask you both about a a chicken place that I saw uh today. Like it's called like. Uh, uh, PFD or prepared food, prepared, prepared PQD, prepared quality, something or other. And, uh, and I saw it uh, out by me at this like shopping mall. And I could not for the life of me figure out what this place was like, I- I've never heard of it. And I don't know if either one of you have ever heard of just like a chicken place with, you know, um, with just a strange, you know, name to it. But oddest place i've ever seen and the two of us could not figure out what this place to or something like that uh let me know
2: nope not even a little bit never (laughs) never heard of it thanks
1: thanks yeah yeah i I don't know i honestly i'm i'm shocked by it so anyway
0: all right we got a a very good show to cover here a lot of other stuff going on here let's go ahead and get into the schedule with what's calling independent wrestling the coming week yep What's on this weekend? weekend. Okay, so oh, all kinds of stuff going on uh, coming up here. Uh, independent Wrestling IW, IWTV this week had several shows coming up here. Northern Federation of Wrestling presents Showcase Friday at seven thirty p.m. Eastern. H two O had their Cosmic Christmas Show uh, Friday night at eight o'clock Eastern. Matt Tremont and Billy Stark in the main event of that show. That's an interesting little matchup there. F Wrestling off on Friday has a card they're calling Snow on the Beach. Islandwear highly encouraged, even though they're acknowledging, hey, it's the middle of winter.
1: <laughs> Islandwear.
0: And then a couple of shows on Saturday as well. You're going to be attending one that's going to air on IWTV this coming Saturday, if I'm if I'm not mistaken here, Jay Gold. You're going to be at the... Correct.
1: Uh, ETU, expect the unexpected. I will be there with Andrew uh, Nadworny and uh, a bunch, and Lewis, I think, from... Uh, 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 P- PW Ponderings and and a bunch of people. I'm not sure the card on that night. I think I'm I'm assuming Demanto is going to be on there. And uh, I think uh, they just announced that Fargus is, uh, Vargas, I'm sorry, is going to be there from uh, from Creative Pro. And there's a few others. They get some really big names, so that'll be kind of fun. It is going to be at the Mecca, as they call it. The Mecca. Ridgefield Park, New Jersey
0: for that one. Uh, they have not announced the full card yet, but they do have a couple mm-hmm. of matches. But after the recording, there are a couple of matching cup. Jordan Oliver against Market Mather, Gabriel Sky against Tristan Ty against Edmund Cole, Brian Keith against Akira. That one, uh, that one should be really interesting.
1: Yeah, those I'm for the all mat- for Brian Keith matches. It's just not not against Akira, but that's all right. We'll see what happens.
0: I, th- <laughs> I think that'll want to. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with that one. I think that'll be fine. Sure. But uh, also on the card, you mentioned Varga, Beckham on the card, Billy Stark, Trey Lamar, Brogan Finley, among other. And over on the fight kind of thing... Fight had very little announced act of this time here, uh, but tomorrow morning, Saturday, December tenth, four a.m. Eastern, pay-per-view broadcast for nine ninety-nine, PWA Black Label in Australia, beginning Die Hard a Equipment movie. <laughs> okay, that that's the name of the show. I am not making that up.
2: Taking a hard stance there, I respect that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Warning: PWA Black Label contains swearing, violence, alcohol, beer pong, and adult theme. Viewer discretion is advised. And XPW actually got their Christmas show coming up Saturday as well on Fight on Fight. That, guy, that did like a pay-per-view purchase, nineteen
2: ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. way too much.
1: That's <laughs> way too much. I was gonna say, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I, I am I, 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 sorry. Don't disrespect to to people who are working that show. There are people that I like working the show. Matt Croc going to be on the show. Willie Mack going to be on the show. But you'd have to pay me nineteen ninety nine to watch an XPW show.
2: I'm yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, pay, pay me way more than that.
1: <laughs> you can't give it you're not giving it to me for free. There's gotta be some sort of monetary incentive after you give it to me for me to watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I mean that like are there are people I like on that show. I don't I don't wanna yeah badmouth it too badly, but I never was an PW fan, like even when they were
2: a little hot. No, they're in it they're in it for the money, I get it. But the, <laughs> the corrosion is whole shit, so fuck. Get your bag. It's instance, been a,
1: it's been the real XPW was was another site to be told, But, you know, I would never, ever. I don't even I, I know. I know that we watch everything. I would never watch one of their shows. It's just that stupid.
0: Yeah, I probably would. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a Mac. Kid, I'm not going to lie. but
2: <laughs> Couldn't pay me enough to watch a 2022 Drake Younger match. Oh,
1: he's on that thing, too, this time
0: around. Maybe.
2: maybe I don't know. I'm just assuming. <laughs> uh, 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 let me
1: pull that back up. I did not see his name lifted, but
0: no one Wait.
2: cares. Of, no one cares about XPW enough to correct me on this.
1: Marcy, you don't want his uh, Doug variant of T-shirt. It's so uh, endearing. <laughs> okay, he, he's not. He, it's, Drake Younger
0: is not lifted being on the card, but we do have the many, many more to get to appear label on that.
1: Sure, many more.
0: And then actually on Sunday, December 11th, there's a company out of West Virginia called Victory Championship Wrestling. They've got a show on Fight Pluck at 3 o'clock Eastern time. That's a lot of, that, that, that pretty much all local talent. All West Virginia, Western Pennsylvania type talent. Madman yeah, Fulton Mad Hol- Hol- probably the biggest party. name on that card.
1: He's from West Virginia. I thought he was an Ohio guy. He can Ohio. He can Ohio. He can Ohio. And
0: West Virginia is like right next to Ohio. like uh,
2: So to speak. Yeah, Geography yeah. geography's weird. It's hard. <laughs>
0: Yeah, West Virginia. You can you can probably get to this show between like within like three or four hours from Columbus. Like it's a it's not a hard a bad drive, not a great drive, but it's not a bad drive.
1: Not a drive I'm going to take, but yeah.
0: yeah that, that's gonna be your biggest name on the card. But I mean, I've I've worked with a lot of the guys on the card. Should be an interesting enough show. They're crowning their first champion on that show. Go. So. Huh.
1: All
0: right, with that though, we do have a review. Let's go ahead and get into it.
1: The weekly review. <sighs>
0: All right, so this week, we are covering the show that took place last Friday, December 2nd, from Action Wrestling. Banger Only 3 from the Roger Penker Community Center
1: in Tyrone, Georgia. Can I say this before we start? Thank you, Action Wrestling, for putting on, I'm going to say already, a really good show and not wearing me down. It was a really good show. It was a perfect lane. Thank you, Action Wrestling, for the perfect 15 Minutes it may a little long, maybe just a tad over that, but I have to thank you. I was able to get through it easily. It all flowed. God bless them over there because they, they got the formula down for this show.
0: Two hours and 23 minute, I think is what I it, what it came up to. Something like that. Yeah, it's still good. Right. Still good. Perfect. Oh, absolutely. And yep. I don't think they did an intermission. I think they went straight through. That was a nice, eagerly digestible show.
1: I didn't see I didn't see a break or anything in the broadcast. So I don't think they did an intermission.
2: Although well, I will say it's not perfect. I don't want to harp on it too much. There were, were some technical difficulties to start off the show.
1: Oh yeah. 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 We'll bring that up. But the, yeah, the uh you're you're a hundred percent right. I, I was like, please don't let this be the entire show with the announcers like the crowd jacked up, then the announcers jacked up, then the crowd and the ring jacked up. It was something. Now, to their credit, they knew what the issue was early and they got it taken care of early. We'll get into it. Course, cool venue. I love when Action does their shows there. That's a that's a neat looking spot. I, I, I'd like to see it even more full, but that's a cool little like it really captures like the feel of independent. It, it's just it was a great, great little area. The fans are, are red hot for everything. You know, that's Action's a fun little company. I love, like it. Okay.
0: So we opened the show with a pre-taped promo from Suge D about hit match with Alex Shelley. He record Alex Shelley before He beaten Alex Shelley before, but Alex Shelley is the one who's been on, on, you know, come what national TV and got all the break and should D really not gotten those same type of opportunity. And then the whole promo is how would can go far ahead of me when I'm, when I beat him, I clearly showed I'm better than him. I liked it.
1: I Yeah. I was going to say really heartfelt. Good. I felt bad for sure. D. I felt bad for him. Like the highlights, everything. I was like, Oh, that's like really sad. Like, I mean,
0: we have to ignore him run at Pineapple Pete when we talk about national TV, but.
2: Nah, it was stupid. No, that's stupid. <laughs> that's, that's a different guy. It doesn't count.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this man is clearly named Shug D-, Shug D. I know for a fact that Pineapple Pete, his name was clearly not Shug D. So <laughs> you're right. Definitely no, not the same person.
2: And then we get a very abrupt last word in his sentence. <laughs> and then it just cuts right over.
1: Like, almost like, I gave you my heart anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mariah Carey's gonna start taking over the promo. No, she's not. All right. <laughs> okay. Our opening match, we have tag team action. Out of this world, consisting of BK Westbrook and Eric Royal, taking on Rico Gonzalich and Ashton Starr, who affectionately are called Team Reup. Uh, the one thing that... The one production issue that I had beyond the audio level, they got that taken care of pretty quickly... One thing they couldn't get taken care of, it almost seemed like somebody was bumping the hard camera like all
2: night. So that yeah. bass was bumping, yo. And, and if you think would... there's anything with bass, like the screen would shake whenever you're looking at the hard camera.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, and that happened the entire show. Like that one never that one never did go away. But they, they had some audio issue early on. They were pretty much taken care of by the end of the match. Uh this is a super fast paced opener, especially Goncolic and Westbrook early on. They did a they, they did a lot of really quick paced stuff. Uh Westbrook dove onto both opponents and then when he was calibrating, he nearly elbowed a fan of the fake who was standing up and got a little too far in front of her in front of their feet. I don't know why I noticed that right away, but like hey, I almost double that fan.
2: Let's see now it's it's like a souvenir almost. Yeah.
0: Now Dylan Dylan Hale and moog are on commentary here, and I love the <coughs> two together I always have. But I'm kind of laughing here that Dylan Hale was like, well, we've got the T4 Comet coming up here. Maybe we'll be more of on the tag team role during the non-T4 Comet matches." And like not even a minute later, all four were in the ring for like five minutes.
1: What was this? The, can I ask you a question? It was the same ref for the entire show. Correct. Yes. Was this the match where he on the two count, he waited like a good 30 seconds to drop that third count so the other guy could come in and break up the pin? I think that was this match, but I'm not sure. It could have been in the other the other tag match, but um, I, I didn't. I wasn't a, I I wasn't sold on the one referee. I think it would have been best if they had a few there at least to switch it up a tad.
0: And if Matt Griffin is willing to, that yeah, I, I can be made available. Well, we, Jayhawk we, we, would
1: gladly come down and and not count to three. It'd yeah. be perfect. Yeah. Well, well,
0: we'll we can we, we can we can we can talk we can talk money in in DM. My DM group and then my email on my Twitter profile, but. No, he, I, uh, he's a
1: Hall of Famer, so Matt, if you're listening, he's a Hall of Famer, so you that know adds, that adds so much prestige, right? He definitely gets points at the door. I'm pretty sure, as a Hall of Famer, you get at the door. Okay,
0: I do have, I do have a gripe about about the referee, but during the other tag team match on the card, it was not about hogging on to three count. I if if he did that, I didn't catch it.
1: Yeah, it was one of the it was one of the finishes. I'm trying to figure out. It, it was not the violence is forever match. Uh, we'll talk about it, but yeah, the, the match, I have to say BK Westbrook has, uh, uh, I give him a thumbs up because he was, I think I saw him wrestle. We watched a, uh, I, it, it, we watched one of these, um, was it FW? was it? Uh, TWE one of no, these? I think it
2: was, wasn't that the cnx City rumble we saw him on?
1: Yes. And he was, he was very green and I think he had everything together tonight. Like, I was very impressed by him. He did a moonsault from the middle rope, from the outside middle rope, coming up and over and coming in on, on a pinning combination. Very crisp. I said, I was like, oh, that is that was very creative. That was a great move. Um, and having Ace in your corner is, you know, you can't go wrong with that. It's, it's more teacher-student. But, you know, that's a big man, Royal. He is a big, big man. And there were some spots where uh, Ashton Starr and Enrico were picking him up. And I was like, whoo. That is a big man to have to, to protect in there. So that this was a really fun tag team match. It was a
0: really fun tag team match. Westbrook and Royal worked really well together in a team. They had some good tandem offense. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, if if I have to have a gripe with this one, it really it looked like they worked on Gun galak a little bit and gunn made maybe was supposed to be a hot tag. And this match was too short for the hot tag to work. I can see that. And yeah, this match, I, the match, out of this world got the world, got the win at Royal Penny Star in 927. They went like three minutes after Star tagged in on what looked to be the hot tag. So basically by the six minute mark, you've done your hot tag. Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I would even bother with the formula at that point. I would have just done, I would have just done stuff, but.
1: Yeah. Especially I mean, if- the match, yeah, the match for men it really played, played their parts. Well, it was, it was a fun way to open the show and it gave me good vibes going into the next match. which makes me happy, but you don't want something, you don't want a stinker opening up the show.
2: Your open your opener is what sets the pace. I think we've said this a million times, but yeah. mm-hmm. yep. You want to start strong. You want to end strong.
0: From there, we have our second match. We have Bobby Flacco taking on Brogan Finley. Bobby Flacco comes out to the ring on a motorbike.
2: That, that is way too small for him. That is like <laughs> that is like a power wheels bike
1: for him to go like thirty feet and turn and just stop. He I think it I took have, him longer to get like moving, and by the time he gets to a spot, he had to turn the bike off.
2: I appreciate the dedication, but I just think the bike might be a little too tiny.
1: <laughs> tiny bike, tiny bike, Bobby Flacco. Um, we saw him also at the rest of the last year. We, we, uh, Jayhawk, you and I saw him. Yeah. Um, when we watched it, and he was not as impressive as he looked tonight. Almost like an in helico type of outfit. You know, the greens and blacks. I mean, it was he. He looked better this time around. Maybe he had a year to perfect himself. And uh, Brogan Finley, I'm ve- I'm very impressed with that. Really is. Ah, uh, David Finley's brother—is that? Am I right or wrong?
0: I believe, yeah, the David Finley who worked for New Japan, the ro- yeah.
1: kid's brother. I'm pretty sure, yes, yeah, yeah. Because they said he was a he was a local kid, and I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right.
0: Yeah, I had I had to think about it for a second because when you say David Finley, I'm immediately thinking of Fit Finley. Well, that's isn't that Fit Finley's that, dad.
1: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah, isn't he the dad? So yeah, so isn't that. But he looks good. He looks the part. This match got a little – had a little bit of trouble getting going, I think. It was so – that the little ring, like the low boy ring with the – and uh, honestly, there was a spot um, that you have – we have stressed this on the show with no barricades. They need barricades. They threw – David Finley got thrown into the – like they were doing a spot on the floor, and Bobby Flacco threw him into onto like fans. Like literally the fans were just like, what? And he like rolled off of the fans. It's like you let's mean, bro- keep – yeah. Let's you keep mean it Bro- on.
2: The- Do you mean Brogan?
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's keep them. Let's keep the barricades up. Throw them against like, you don't have to throw them into the fans with those like dining room table chairs. Everybody was sitting on. The best part about that was the one
0: fan who just kind of looked at it. Who, I got hit and just stood there like what happened? Right. He was just like, <laughs> he was just like what did yeah, that he didn't- just
1: ricochet off of me? What just happened? Like, like, uh, the fan didn't go down. He didn't go. He was just nope. like, did I just get hit? What the hell? Right. Good on Broken Finley then for not killing the poor kid because he just stood there like like he he just literally stood like didn't do didn't sell for a second. Finley went over. He stood there. He's like, oh, where's my drink? You know, like. um, But yeah, I think that's where you need uh you need some barricades, little boundaries. Yeah, I do
0: have to admit I love the jump start here. But Flacco was like not even done with the country and Kent and Finley just level come from behind and the match start. Like so that was great. Like I didn't nobody call that coming. It was uh, fin- very it
2: was very out of nowhere.
0: Finley flew. F- threw Flacco into a wall at one point and you hear Dylan Hale on commentary. You're like, oh, great. We're going to loot the building. And I look over and there's like a couple of people like pointing at the wall. They knocked the banner off. But I, for a minute, I thought, like, did they actually damage the wall?
1: It was, like, it's the a big, big f- aluminum wall. It looked like the side of a barn he threw him into.
0: But they knocked the banner off of it because in the next match, you actually can like trying to get, still trying to get the banner put back up in that spot. It's a very important banner. Yeah, but was fun. They were on the floor for a very long time. Like, I actually have a note here going, oh, hey, they're going to ring. Yeah, somebody get back into
1: it. I agree. But, yeah.
0: Flacco gets a victory roll for pin seven twenty-four, 24, and then finally attacks from behind. So the, the feud will continue, and I'm all for it. will be a lot of fun.
2: I want to see more of the little bike involved. <laughs> yeah. We want yo, to see some stunts. You know, it would be great. Yeah. He does a little, um the like in the Simpsons bit with Crossy, where he does, like, the, the loop-de-loop. I want to see him do that for his entrance,
1: <laughs> or or he he rides the bike in and he gives you a clothesline as he comes flying through the <laughs> uh, through the you're, you're coming out of the gate and here here comes Bobby Flock with his arm out gets you around the waist because he's not high enough up. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least he actually rode the bike to the Ray and he's not like
0: Johnny A in the in the late eighties when he just would he he wouldn't ride the skateboard he's just carrying the skateboard under his
1: arm. He give you a thumbs up like he was carrying Hexa Jim Duggan's uh, two by four. Carrying the skateboard in one hand and the thumbs up in the other. Yeah, I like – it was all for about 20 seconds and he had to get off of it. But, but um, cool little thing. Let's give him a longer rampway next time.
0: I love the I fact that I'm th- able to – I love the fact that I'm able to work in a dynamic dude, reference on this show.
1: But
2: <laughs> action, should just, action should just build him his own personal ramp for his entrance <laughs> with the bike.
1: Just have a bunch of students come out, or 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 uh, or rookies, and have to build, get the the ramp out and get ready. Like he's, he's evil.
2: Gonna, he's gonna jump the students. Hell yeah! <laughs> this is how you sell tickets. He could
1: jump that fan. That fan wouldn't sell it if the bottom of the bike hit him across the face as he went by. <laughs> some
2: people. Some people think you need to book wrestling to get people in. No, book some stunts. Book some motorcycle stunts. Exactly. On a, M- on a t- mini stunts on a tiny bike. <laughs>
0: All right, our next match, the former IWTV independent wrestling champion, Aki Mack, taking on Matt Skelz. And we get a promo from Mack before the match. Can he gonna work his way back up and regain all of the titles that he blocked He's been on a bit of a losing streak coming in. And come making how like a, a minute long promo and you already have the backstory of the entire match. Doesn't take much to actually explain this shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't blown away um, um, by this match. I mean, it's it was fine. But not not you know none of the matches were bad. I just wasn't I wasn't like blown away by it. He, Matt still doesn't
0: get over on having great matches. He gets over on personality. And while Aki Mac had a good personality, he tends to get over more with good matches. Yeah, they so look kind of a contrast in style. I like both guys. Yeah, yeah. Just the I don't think that I don't think the, the style meshed Agwell well in this one. It maybe it looked like on paper.
1: Right. Yeah. It wasn't as engaging as like your classic AC Mac match. And it, like, I thought that was Zicky Dice when he came out at first. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" A Zicky Dice Max, but I was wrong.
0: <laughs> I kind of like Matt know better than Zicky Dice personally, but I, I'm I'm sure I'll have
1: people telling me I'm wrong on that. I don't know. I, I don't see enough of either one of their work to know to like cast dispersions. I just know that the match kind of felt, you know, it just kind of felt off, and and uh, not you know, no, no, uh, not trying to like get you know either one of them you know saying like they didn't do their job i just didn't i just something felt off but it is what it is
0: yeah, it's, yeah this it mac gets the pin with the mac 10 8 minutes and 41 second and from there we go to our next matchup here And Alec Kane taking on Brian Keith we talked earlier about how we how we're all about more
1: Brian Keith matches i like the one a lot uh, okay so here's my question um and I, I had this down um both of these guys i feel like had I don't, I don't know if I'm right or wrong here. I felt like Alex Kane had so much momentum maybe about a year ago, and I feel like I don't hear enough about him anymore. And the same for Brian Keith. He had that banger with Dom. He had. It, are, is their momentum still going forward, or are they starting to kind of settle? That's my question. I don't mean settle like them settle for whatever. I mean, like, is the dust settling a little bit for them? Because they're seen... both Alex Kane looked terrific last that in this match. Brian Keith is awesome, but I felt like Alex Kane was like ready to a year ago to take like the next step. I know he's an MLW, but MLW doesn't have enough TV for me to say yeah he's really on the next level. Do I? Do you feel like his momentum is kind of slowed a bit?
0: It, it's hard for me to. I haven't seen enough of either one of them recently to really
1: get there and be and say yuck or no to that. Uh, yeah, I, I will... remember he was with Damian Tangra. And I thought that something was going to come of that, like where they were going to really jump into the next level. And Brian Keith, I feel like once everybody learned about him, I know home office is, huge, is hugely high on him. He has some cool merch and everything. I just don't know they're awesome. I don't know if they've lost kind of you know if they've kind of if the train's kind of slowing a little bit.
0: I, I will say a lot of time when people come with MOW and they can not a knock on MOW at all. But because M.O.W. doesn't have the strong TV deal that some other companies might have, that guys that go there do tend to get lost in the shuffle a little bit and yeah. start
2: working other play can well. Well, it's also they don't really like film for a while. So there's really there's not much new content. If you're still tied to a contract there, it kind of hampers you a bit, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I mean, and obviously, an MOW contract not necessarily an exclusive contract, but if you have an MOW contract, you're not signing with an AEW or even an Impact. You're, yeah, you're going to be working independent show, and That's going to be pretty much it. Yeah. So, uh, again, that's not a knock on MOW. i not, there are a lot of guys there that I like watching, and I, I wouldn't mind working there myself if it came to it. But,
2: I mean, there's Hall of Famer, hire an MLW. <laughs> yeah. The Hall of Fame
1: referee. But, but I'm not saying it in like a bad way. I'm saying it in more of like, I, I was a little concerned, you know, um, that I feel like the train is, was slowing for them and I didn't want it to. But, you know,
0: the other thing you have to look at is there's only so many spots in any company and there, you got other guys that are trying to move their way up as well. So and it's, there's going to be a number of factors going into it. I don't necessarily think I'm trying to I'm trying to I get what you're saying. I don't necessarily think that they're that they're stagnant and not moving and there's no upward mobili- mobility. But well, I can see sure. where you you can see where maybe it's not, they're not moving. As, they're not getting the mobility they had a year ago. It's not they're not moving yeah, up like, as how high at
1: Yeah, how come I don't see like Alex Kane and Defy or Prestige or Enjoy like or Brian Keith in those enough like or or a GCW card that has Brian Keith or a- anything like I feel like some of these companies just are are sticking with their status quo and some of the guys who I thought had that rocket ship momentum like Alex Kane. Like Branky, they're not as prominent as I figured they would be at this point a year later.
2: I feel like a big thing is a lot of companies aren't taking as many chances on guys not in their area, right? Post okay. pandemic, I think that's a bigger, probably the biggest factor more than the town, ta- like anything. So travel, travel.
0: Yeah, that that that's definitely going to be part of it. Uh, you've also got to realize, if, yeah, with pricing of everything going up, flight, yeah, flight, the cost of plane tickets going up. Yeah, cause if you're even if you're paying gas money for people, price of has gone up over the last year or two. There's yeah. only so much money in the budget to bring guys in from out of town. Yeah, so unless you're unless somebody's going to work two or three shows in a general area and the promoter is splitting the conk it's going to be hard to convince convince somebody to bring somebody uh, from really far out of town. And that's just, right, that's, yeah, just, that's right. just the nature of the business these days.
2: Good right. news, gas prices have been starting to go down, so hopefully there that leads to just a little more leniency with the. Uh,
1: Tell that to my, Go, my going home heating oil. Yeah, tell that to my home heating oil. Look, you live Shit. in Long
2: Island. That's that's your fault. <laughs> and most of the rest of the country that's not a fucking financial hole is starting <laughs> to move the other way.
1: <laughs> you got me there. No argument here on this side.
0: Yeah, come in, I mean, there's any number of factors why company guys aren't working other places. Like, honestly... That uh, Like a credit to guys like Dom and Koo that are getting that are still getting a lot of work at a lot of placements that they've made that much of a name for themselves that click are willing to pay whatever they're rated to get them out there. Right. But I mean, but but I mean, you look at a guy like Brian Keith, like Brian Keith went from this show in Georgia. He worked in Maine the next night. He worked for Limitless the next night. That's not an easy trip. Hey, that no. Had, that, don't, that had to be a plane ticket. Yeah. So I mean, I mean there are people willing to pay it. Match itself though, we haven't talked
2: about at all, so let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> it's a pretty fun match. There's, good, there's yes. lots of lots of cool suplexes. And, Definitely. And, and Keith's strategy
0: is to avoid the kupleking at all clock and he dug well for a while, but he eventually like runs right into a belly to belly. Uh the the one nitpick I have about this match here is Keith like starts to go to work on Alec Kane's leg, which theoretically is going to take the Ku away from him. And that lasts like forty five seconds, and then he never goes back to the leg again. I, I would have I would have made that more of a focal point on this match. Uh, Kane hit the mark of the mark of Kane on Keith. Keith kicked out. Uh, I like this. I don't normally like kicking out a finisher, but I like this one because Kane had to roll Keith away from the rope, and that and that few seconds could have bought enough time to kick out. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, it made sense. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Keith hit the tiger driver. Get a great fall finish off of it. Like everybody bought that at the finish. Match end with Keith hitting diamond dust, but Kane staying on his feet, uh, catching Keith into an exploder scuplex into a turnbuckle for the pin. 10 minutes it's and so 27
2: sick. seconds. So sick. Unrelated. I love the diamond dust. It's not enough people use it. No, I agree.
1: There's enough people who are athletic enough to do that. Um, as like, uh, as like an every week, you know, as a match to match move. Um, and Alex Kane's, I, I, I did not think it was going to end on an exploder into the corner but I am very glad it did. That was a cool finish.
0: So And From there we go to the match, and we hyped in the opening of the show, and Alex Shelley taking on Suge D. Suge D cut the promo demanding the love of the crowd before the match gets started. They, put, they also
2: they also pointed out this is the first time he was wearing actual wrestling gear, and I don't think they said exactly how long, but they made it seem like it was a long while.
0: Now, the crowd had caught for the entire thing, and they are the little kids in the crowd I, this magic almost twenty minute. Can as I have to okay the the kid are Let's go, Alex. Probably fifteen out of the twenty minute. Like, yeah, the kid yeah. loved Alex Shelley.
1: He would. That was the uh, yeah. Super Dragon chant or whatever. They, <laughs> over and over again. Wait, can I ask you? Sugar D is Sugar Dunkleton, right? Sugar Dunkleton. Sugar
2: Dunkleton yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, yeah, Dunkleton. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, good. Just making sure that I was I had everything right in my notes because uh, I want his his evolution is something. It's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Also, of course, I have to say, since Alex Shelley's wrestling, once again, still a hunk.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, this is by far the best match of the card. I love this match. I loved everything about this match. Uh, they're a great spot. They're fighting on the floor, and Sug D at one point at the edge and he just gets on the apron and you can go Shelly like a footrest. Fucking love that. Got a great dick move.
2: What a prick. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, sh- Sure. Sure. D gets an explosion at one point and got a, actually a, a cloaker near fall. I was expecting him. He had like almost no weight on Shelly at all. Like his head was like barely touching Shelly and it was like two and nine tenths. Like if he have gotten like any kind of legitimate cover on him, he probably would have gotten the
1: pin. Yeah, I, I, I really, really uh, enjoy Alex Shelly matches. I mean, there's another guy who I mean, if you told me when he was in TNA that he was going to go on these like epic runs in the Indies. You know, in 2022, I'd be like, w- how? Like, but
2: good, he doesn't you know. age.
1: No, at all. He doesn't age at all. The first time I exactly call- the same.
0: Yeah. First time I call Alex Shelley with Ring of Honor in 2003, and he looked exactly the same he did in 2003. It, and, it's amazing. I wish I had that those kind of genetic. Yeah.
1: We lost him. Home office. We'll take it out in post. My hear.
0: Oh, there he is. Yeah, Mickey, you might want to make a note of that. Uh, thirty-eight minutes. I'm I'm pretty much just going to tell home off at the lick into the show. But guy, I'm having issue.
1: Make him listen. <laughs> Make the guy whose whose show it is actually listen to the show. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible request.
0: <laughs> no, okay. there have been a couple of times where like you guys have been talking. I've lost you for a few seconds. Carry me. That's, just, that's not going to be a check the time. I can't timestamp that too much. Uh,
1: but, so yeah. as you were saying, give us a uh, give us your thoughts on the uh the the finish there.
2: I think you're giving us your story about Alex Shelley. The first time you saw yeah. him, yeah,
1: yeah. First time I saw him was in 2003 in Ring of Honor,
0: and he looked exactly the same now as he did then. Like I wish my genetics were that good.
1: Honestly, there are some guys in wrestling who never age. Davy Richards is one of them. Alex Shelley is one of them. Um, there's there's a there's a handful of guys who who literally have done this for so long and look exactly the same. Good on them for keeping their you know themselves in 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 physical shape and such. I'm sure the uh, uh, you know, the supplements and everything else probably help, you know, most of these people, but um, good on him. You know, he's, he, he's, he could still sell, you know, his image and the way he looks and everything else. And, and it's very believable. And um, yeah, good match. Great, great rivalry there. I like the story that Shug was telling. I'm going to put the referee over here. I
0: believe they did a name with Daryl Hall, not to be confused. Daryl Hall. With- Not to be confused with Daryl Hall of Hall & Oates.
1: That's who I thought they were talking about at one point. At one point, they were making references to Daryl Hall, and I thought it was a a Hall & Oates joke. And then I went, oh, my God, it's not a Hall & Oates joke. It's a conversation about the ref. I literally thought they were making jokes about Daryl Hall. And that went on for a little while, and I couldn't understand why a wrestling show and announcers were making jokes about Daryl Hall that went on that long. And they weren't even funny jokes. It turns out... They weren't jokes. They were talking about the referee. Yeah,
0: but I'm but I'm gonna put him over here. I'm gonna put over any referee that worked an entire show by himself. So that's not he to do. I've done it way too many times.
1: He got but, that cool IWTV uh, gear too.
0: But I'm gonna put him over here. Sugar D bunked out an Indian deathlock, and he's watching. The sh- and he can't go for the commission. He's watching the shoulder. He count the shoulder down. Alex Shelley breaks the hold with a headbutt. He knocks himself off really. And the shoulder he hit the head button, his shoulders go down. The referee start to make the count and then Sug end releasing the hole because keep not cutting from the headbutt. Great job by the referee in that sequence. Shoulder were down, there was no contact being made, you count the shoulder. That
1: was great. That is a great endorsement from a Hall of Fame ref to another ref. I love it.
0: <laughs> well, i, I am the I'm... young. I'm going to say something negative about him in the next match. I want to get the positive in there when I can. But That's
1: what we teach you in HR when you give people bad news. You give them the good news first and then it, the compliment you do the sandwich. Bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Shelly get the Border Kitty stretch, should get to the rope, which is fantastic. Yeah. At this point, we're probably 10 straight minutes into the kid chanting for Alex Shelly. Those kids <laughs> love that dude. Super Dragon. We finally we finally get the when Shelly hit the shell shock get the pin in nineteen minutes and twenty eight seconds.
2: And as a follow up to our episode from Wake the Dead, we have confirmation that is actually called the Shell Shock.
0: Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Not the sister advocate. <laughs> yeah.
0: But the, but great match. One of the best matches I've seen all year. I'm I'll go that I'm not gonna call it match of the year, but I'm gonna call it one of the best I've seen all year. This one's really good. Yeah. Sug offers the handshake, gives the handshake to Shelley, then Chief Shot come afterward. Alec Kane comes out for the double team. And then Alec Kane, former partner, Damien Tangra comes out to make the cave. So I think we got a tag team match coming up at a future show,
1: and I'm all for it. I like that Damien Tangra. Big fan.
0: Yeah. And again, it didn't take much to tell the story. It's like, hey, Damien Tangra and Alec Kane used to be tag team partners. Tangra's been gone for a while. Thirty seconds of explanation at the most. I know where they're going. It's not
2: hard. Yep. No, you see what you need is you need um Minutes, you need minutes and minutes of promo packages, and you need everything explained to you in painful detail, and you need everything explained. Obviously, I'm being oh, sarcastic. Spoon fed. <laughs> you need QR codes. That's what you need. <laughs> I,
0: I I keep bringing up a, a couple of April recordings of Ditko and Frodo. Like I don't know who Shane Taylor is. Like they literally told you who Shane Taylor was in the segment. Like were you not watching the kegment <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm.
0: like they explained everything in 30 seconds i don't know who he is
2: they i know it's so dumb <laughs>
0: yeah they 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 acknowledge he's a former ring of honor television champion he had a history with keith lee he won revenge on what keith lee for what happened to them previously they explained it all on the promo like he didn't even need that caliber to do it the wrestler did it
2: <laughs> but uh, he did it as well so you got doubled <laughs> yeah that wasn't enough for some people <laughs>
0: I mean, I mean, do I do I think they they Shane Taylor need to be on TV more before being thrown into a pay per view match? Sure, but I mean, they uh, if, if you, it didn't take much, you pay attention. All right. Anyway, I'll get off my coat box here. We'll go to the match for the Action Tag Team Championship. The champion, Violent Forever, taking on Culture Inc. The Eli Knight and Malik Bacati, along with Nick J. Holiday. I'm hope I pronounced no. Malik's last name right here, because I don't think I actually heard it at any point.
1: Now, now I know you said the last match was your favorite match. I thought this match, the the last ten minutes of this match were probably my my favorite of the night. Not my favorite match, but the last 10 minutes of this match were were awesome. I mean, there were some spots in there where I thought the other I thought Culture Inc. had it, and the fans just wanted it so badly. It was this was a very, very well organized match. And I, you know, anytime Dom and Coo are on anything. It's always, I, you, you can do nothing but praise. I don't think I've ever said that Dom or Ku have had a match that I didn't like, honestly. Maybe I'm just a homer, and uh, we just, we like them so much, but I honestly have never seen a match of theirs
2: that I didn't like. So, so much.
0: Yeah. I, I tell you, this match reminded me of some of the tag team magic I loved in the 80s with the Rock and Roll Express and the Baby Faking and taking on like a Midnight Express or an Tully type of team where, you know, and, and then Culture Inc. just getting the shit kicked out of them. But they're getting their hope potkin, then they get the shit kicked out of them again, then you get their hope potkin. Yep. Like that, that reminded me a lot of those type of matches. So I, I did enjoy this one an awful lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was just really well done. I thought Kuznu looked look, the blonde, shaved blonde hair with that crazy mustache. He just oh, looked I love like, it. Can, like. He absolutely yeah.
2: can if he wants to, by the way, if you're listening. <laughs> you're listening.
1: <laughs> and I honestly think Dom is that really good. He doesn't have to do too much talking. Him just standing there and is like, you know, in his track jacket, and, like you just like, oh, this guy is a problem. Like, you know, you look at him, you are like, oh, I am going to have some trouble with this dude. And uh, it's always like that. And this just matches. They, I have nothing bad to say. Nothing. They
2: play. They played the perfect foils for uh, culturing. Yeah, which is the first time I was seeing him. I was very impressed with them. Me too.
1: And nice tights. They looked the parts. They had you know the matching gear. Like they they were good. I was very happy about that.
2: They had the crowd, but like they had the crowd so behind them.
1: Okay, I am going to say, Marcy,
0: uh, I'm going to have to ask you to repeat what Kevin Coo can do, but I lost you before that. I don't know if we caught it on
1: audio. <laughs>
2: well, don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> That's between me and Marcy and Kevin. <laughs> if,
2: and and, and, if, and
1: if the recording actually caught it, everybody else. Sure. Our little secret, everybody.
2: It's, it's a roulette. You might know, you might not know.
0: Yep. Uh, but looking can a fun match out here, where I'm, I, I'm not gonna care. They're gonna bury Daryl Hall, but again, he did the entire show by himself. But the finish, they're doing the spot for the finish where the fake and count the small package and the healing and revert it behind the referee's back.
1: Yep. Daryl Hall looking right at the reversal, looking Dude. for help from uh, Oats, getting Hall and Oats going on there.
0: <laughs> they, I mean, I, I mean, I could nitpick counting with all four guys in the ring anyway, and I, I'm not gonna do that. But he called the reversal, of the small
1: package, and counted anyway. I, 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 I mean, I, I, the reversal's fine though. What is he supposed to do? Even if he saw it, the other guy pulled him over, get out of the ring, and then what? You don't you What's, don't. Ca- what does the you, ref you, do there? You you don't count it because it's technically illegal. Oh, technically,
0: okay. You just illegal don't count the pin. Illegal. You just don't count the pin. But I rule. You're not supposed to count the pin on something like that if you see it. Again, I'm not. Hmm. Again, yeah, I don't want to bury the dude. The dude worked everything by himself. You <laughs> had to be tired at the point. Like, I'm not going to knock him too badly, but...
1: He looked exhausted at the end of the night. He really did.
0: But it was Violent violence forever getting the win. 12 minutes and 37 seconds. I actually thought the match went longer than that. I was shocked
1: that that would get.
2: But. That's all it had to be. This is... No, this was, I, I feel like this is going to lead to more. This is going to lead to more.
1: I did. I did look at the clock, like, at that point. I was looking at how much time was left in the show, and I'm like, how are they going to do three matches in, like, the remaining, you know, 30-plus minutes maybe they had left, so... It wasn't, it was, it was good. It, it was a perfect length for this match. It didn't need to go. Dom and Kudo need to give me 35 minutes every night. No. Young Buck, take note. Yeah.
2: After I, like you know, the eighth I'm destroyer, I, I, gonna, I just tuned I'm not going to yeah. say what I was going to say. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> i not going to get myself in trouble. We go to our semi final match. I
0: did for the Expect the unexpected Key to the East Championship. Masha Klamovich defending the title against Billy Stark. And your story in this one is that Masha Klimovich and Billy Stark have had a couple of matches in action previously, and all those matches have gone Billy Stark way.
1: Um, it has gotten to the point, and I have—I was thinking about this myself—that um, Billy Starks; these two wrestle a match that is as as technically sound as anyone else. Um, it is it. I, I don't want to ever hear about women's wrestling as something different. Um, these two went and did, it and were. I mean, this match was. It doesn't matter th- what was going. Like two women, doesn't matter. They are technically as sound as anybody I've seen. Every match, every move was crisp. I I really enjoyed this match. Like I, I, and Billy Starks has come such a long way. I know that we sponsored um, one of her shows, and like she, but she has come a very long way. Um, and Masha was a great she also had a great match in AIW against Jocelyn. I mean, these two are top, you know, when you when you look at them, that's you, you know, there's in in a in a landscape of, you know, maybe 7 or 8 top end women wrestlers right now, these two are are
2: top end, like the top of that heap. They're definitely two people you could build a division around. Absolutely.
0: And this was very similar to the matchup they had during the SCI this year where Masha really was kind of dominant and Billy Stark getting, getting her own spot again, um, played very similarly, played off the previous match very well. But it was Masha getting the pin here with, with a version of the package piledriver in 1109, so Masha Klemovich getting that
1: monkey off her back and then the win over Billy Stark in an action ring. Same thing, perfect timing, too, of this match. Didn't have to go any longer than that.
2: Nope. I love it when matches don't overstay their welcome.
1: Absolutely. Exactly
0: right the only match that's over 13 minutes on this show was Alex shelley and Shug d and that was the only one that had to go that long we go now Where it made sense yeah exactly yeah. we now go to our main event for the action championship adam priest defending that against anthony henry and this one this one also gets jump started before the match Priest jump henry before the bat before the match starts he's looking for revenge off of, off of a previous matchup again didn't take much to explain it we know the story going in fantastic yeah and they fall on I the thought, floor for a long damn time before the before the match became officially underway. I was going to say that I
1: thought they were on the floor a little bit long. Yeah, I I agree with that. That would be that going to be my one nitpick about this match. Uh, Henry, well, the rope spot was one of my favorite. I, I you don't see enough guys get tangled up in the ropes and get like beat up. But the ref, I don't know if you have something to say here about him, but him just kind of like looking at Adam Priest tied up in the ropes, you know, and just being like, ah, oh, what. What's happening? Yay, hey, what are you doing over and over again? Like you said the same thing. I mean, what do you do there when the guy's tied up in the ropes and the other dude's just giving him you know super kicks over and over again? What's the ruling there?
0: It's the po that that would fall underneath the five count to break, but really you should be doing everything you can to keep the guy away from him and then get the guy untied right yeah, that's that's a tough one because that technically fall under the five count to break, but you're technically breaking every time you don't kick the guy at that point. oh so it- yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, what I do mean, you do? It, I mean, that, that, they're, they're really, there's really no right way, no wrong way to handle that one.
2: And it's, it's also supposed to tie into the setup for the after the show. Yes. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that in a second here. Uh, this match
0: had a couple of spots here where things just didn't work the way they were planned, I don't think. Uh, in particular, Priest making a comeback, and they go for a top rope superplex, and they do not get the superplex off at all. They just kind of, they just both kind of fall into the ring. Uh, Mo Capri's knee gave out on it, because we saved it on commentary. And I don't think that's what happened. I think they just fell. The yeah. beautiful, the beautiful thing is though, I don't know for a fact that they just fell. Maybe that was exactly what was planned, and that was exactly how commentary was put to cover it. That's the beautiful thing. Like if you fuck a spot up, the fans don't know you fucked it up. Just go, go with it.
1: Yeah, keep going. Yeah,
0: and that's what they did here. Yeah, we do have the, we do have uh, the finish does come. Henry Capri tied up in the rope, just repeatedly. Cooper kicked him. Yeah, Hale and Mo were debating whether the match should be stopped, if it can be stopped, because technically he's tied up in the rope. What that's they, what they, I was they, saying. Like even commentary, like what the ruling here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, kind of, uh, the ambiguity and the ambiguity of it uh, is what making it work. I think the referee finally gets Priest untied, and Henry just immediately hit the DDT and get the pin, win the title, on Kevin forty-four. Henry is celebrating, and just when he about to go back through the curtain, Scott Hensley gets on the mic and that per Mac Griffin. We're taking down the rope, and on January 20th, it's going to be a title rematch, no rope match. Nice. You know, I So that finish makes perfect sense for what they're doing next. So any confusion about what should the call have been, doesn't matter what the call should have been.
1: We know where we're going. Yeah. They tell a good story on that show. They, they know what they know how to tell their stories.
0: It, yeah. Moke is one of those guys where his commentary, he worked to the level of whoever he's working with. If he's working with a yeah. bad commentator, then Moke worked down to that guy's level. Dylan Hale did great. Yep. And Moke worked very well with him. I love that. I love that. That's probably my favorite commentary team on The Independent right now. I, I think we've
1: talked about this before about them on a different show. But yeah, they are. Yeah, they great.
2: Yeah. They're, they're smart. They're also smart enough to keep the story simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't need to overcomplicate things.
1: That's what wrestling should be. Not complicated. There's, I mean, how many videos do we have to watch of guys going, wrestling's not, so not difficult. It's a good guy and a bad guy, and there's resolution. I mean, I it think, should always be I, like that.
2: I think you can have a little more complex stories. I'm not saying everything has to. It doesn't always have to be one or the other.
1: No, but it comes down to, like, what's the main story is. Why does this guy? Okay, I, can you repeat that last point, Josh? I didn't catch it. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said action keeps their shows very not complicated. They keep their keep their stories pretty simple um, and very easy to understand. And I uh, and I, I respect them for that. I like it.
0: Yeah, I just I mean, I, again, I, I, there are times where the complex storylines work really well. But mm-hmm. most of, most of the time wrestling can expect when it's just simple and you to uh, digest. Yeah, it, it, it really does not need to be that complicated. I don't think it's any big secret here, but we go in thumb cup across the board here.
2: Yes, we are. I mean, I am. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yep. I absolutely agree. Alright, so next week on this show, we wanna make sure that we wanna make sure that uh other podcasts got a chance to get their AIW review again before we did it. We're gonna cover Hell on Earth Kevin
1: T next week if we were all there. We can cover it from all sorts of angles, because we were all there and we all have our, our own stories from the night, so that'll be fun. Yep, so
2: Does we'll cover- it include the stories before the show starts? If, sure. if you want. Before, after the whole to do. Um, I probably should talk about after. <laughs> I've got nothing to talk about after. I'm lucky. you to bitch about the
0: weighted sheet sheets for food, but.
1: Oh, I have plenty. We, we all went out together. It was fun. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll discuss it next week. All right, now well, let's go ahead and start wrapping everything
0: up. Marky, what do you got to plug this quick?
2: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at egirlfemboy, boy spelled B O I. Find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Listen to my other podcast. X over. We just dropped our tribute episode to the late David, Jason, David Frank. And those are everywhere. You can find me.
0: Follow me on Twitter at RefJhawk, Instagram at jhawk1539, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash RefJhawk. And if you're doing the Hive gimmick, you can follow me at RefJhawk, although I don't post on there, like, at all, really. One's going kind to of blue I moon. Free- I, I pretty much just recurve the spot there, but if you want to follow me there, you can.
2: I forgot I had mine, too. That's also a girlfriend, boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, and I, my next show, Rubber City Wrestling, December 17th. At the Sweet. at the Akron Turner Club in Talmadge, Ohio. I'll, you, I'll be managing at that show. If you want to keep me in
1: a little different light, yeah, come find me there. So you can find me at jgold12 on Twitter. Um, same on Instagram, same on Hive, uh, whatever that is. Um, it is Friday. So if I if you hear my voice and you didn't hear anything else, I have survived the siding debacle of my house, which is awesome. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, and you can find me tomorrow because today would be Friday. Tomorrow at uh, Expect the Unexpected in the Mecca, Ridgefield Park. Come by, say what's up. Um, let's hang out, and watch some wrestling. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. And our new Twitter handle, we'll keep saying it's new until the new year IW Guide One. Don't forget about the merch store over at Brainbuster Tees. I wore my joggers today. They are super duper comfy. I think all their products are really well made. You'll be very happy with them. Listen to our podcast, friends, Pod Van Dam, the super fantastic podcast. If you catch my grip, the A Show at Odds with Wrestling. Marcy's own X Over. The, the card is going to change on Wrestling. Cheers. Our other friends, uh, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of IW Guide, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Ohio, Big Starks brand, Set Tab Photos, Smoking J's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio, and KFib Collectibles, Florida Office. That's all I got from this busy week. Uh, looking forward to tons of wrestling this weekend. Can't wait to see you all.
0: And uh, the late, great Bobby to bring heat in one once said, Piper came home from school to find out a parent moved. All right. <laughs> Later, everybody. Enjoy some independent Wrestling.
1: Peace out. Later.
3: Bitch, I've been going and going like the Energizer. Yeah, I'm supplying the wood like Elijah. Indica smoking, no indica. Might fuck around the compartment, Elijah. They say, they say life is a bitch, and if that is the case, then I'm finna surprise. I know I am not an advisor, but I do advise you to pay attention. Never need to mention I'm that motherfucker busting heads. Finna push it to the ledge. Yeah, I've been smoking my meds. Ain't got no love for the feds. Can they fin go to your head? Fuck with me, watch where you tread. I'm finna kill it instead. I'm finna up, up, finna over, low, like runter- I never done it and I wanna run it and I wanna keep it going and going Like infinity be the only entity to ever rip it apart from the start like this, from the heart like this Finna murder at other, my a million miles, I'm in no nitrous, do it right, just I've been down, dy- I've been down this road before Everybody think that they do but they don't I swear to God that they would, but they won't Spitting riddles in the middle of a pastime, me on my mind feeling the vibe like yeah Finna get it like yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, like. yeah I don't flex to be acknowledged At this point it's common knowledge All you haters been abolished You in the club throwing dollars But I'm saving mine so my kids go to college Or maybe whatever they wanna Do As long as they never say Daddy blew 20 million dollars He had the flex to be acknowledged He in the club throwing dollars And I cannot afford to send me to college Daddy just wanna be loved Just like everybody wanna be accepted But somehow he had neglected Me and my mama for all of this rap shit No I cannot fuck with that shit No I cannot fuck with that Who you know dropped the album Back and back and back and back and back and back again I'm back again and snap again And goddammit it ain't no not know what the ass happening Cause I've been living in a world of my own Leave me alone, I'm in the zone Where I've been prone to destroy shit You cannot avoid this Rack motherfucker i this. Yes, you know I enjoy this. Preach, motherfucker, preach. Yeah, I'm trying to reach everybody in the streets, but worse to the beach? Each one, teach one. Yeah, I'm trying to reach one. Who the beast one? That'd be me on the top to the east one. Tell me how you really wanna do it right now? Time to murder this. Shout out everybody, no fucking around and heard of this, heard of us. We ain't going nowhere. It's a heard of us. hold up, roll up. Levitating like I'm David Blaine, living a dream like I'm David Ames. Talk all you, when We are not the same. step in a spot that ain't no the name. So more albums, my first week, then Harry Styles and Katy Perry. That ain't a sign of the times. Then I don't know what is, man. This shit is scary, cause bitch, I've been blowing. Up like C4 when I'm three for three like a free throw Anybody hating on the boy, take a step back and then deep throw Now my phone blowing up like ring Like ring, 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 ring That Kevin Durant, I'm a champion Check the numbers, I'm a champion Can't sleep on the boy anymore But the haters that love to hate gon' pop an Ambien Star Lord, champion Know the name and they know the alias, that's for sure Gave him 44 Now here's 44 more